Hello, this is Echoes of Glory. I'm ASD. Who are you? I'm Jack. You're Jack. Uh, welcome to this second episode of the new look Echoes of Glory. Um, uh, there was no game on the weekend, as far as I can see. Nothing happened no at, football all. at all. No football at all. So, apart from Charlie Adam, that was that's all that seemed to happen. So, um, what we've done is we've got questions from our friends from Facebook. So, uh, everything's going to be from you, the listeners. So, the first questions come from Peter Katsabiris, uh, who's a friend of the show, and he says. It's a Greek Easter tradition to crack eggs amongst family. It's a bit of fun. Uh, The egg symbolises a new beginning. As part of the Spurs family, whose eggs would you like to crack to enable us to have a new beginning? So who who would you like to change? Whose eggs would you like to crack? It's a great question, that, isn't it? It's hard, isn't it? Not do any prep because I was no, I was thinking no, 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 prep, <laughs> no, no prep. prep never any prep it takes the fun out of it doesn't it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. usually when uh, Andrew and Dan are here they come Dan has a booklet which I think he writes the Spurs stuff and Andrew's usually got a lot of stuff right mm. now but because um, I was thinking we could do Adi by all because Adi does um, he even have any eggs to crack though? that's the question <laughs> that is the question and. Like I always feel he's always having new starts. So he's always having new start in the show with or he's always doing something and then he just tails off. Maybe he needs a new chicken for his eggs. Maybe that's what he needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave it there. Um I think this is a better question. So the game this weekend, so Villa at home will be Saturday Eastern Australian time and kickoff will be about twelve midnight when the annual which is when the annual resurrection of Christ is due. Which ex-Spurs player playing or not playing would you want this Saturday to resurrect our chances to push for you Champions League spot? Considering it's Villa, I'd have to go Van der Vaart. Van der Vaart. Because he just oh. scored goals against them. Yeah. That's what he did. He just scored goals against Aston Villa. I'd have to say him. He scored He scored four in one season against him. Yeah, he did. Something like two at home, two away. He I'd scored some great goals just, against them, didn't just he? Just destroying their centre-backs. I remember him making Richard Dunn fall over, which... That's not hard to do, it's Richard Dunn, but it was great <laughs> skill. That's a great... I mean, Bale scored his hat-trick away, didn't he? Uh, he, did. he only scored two hat-tricks for us, I think, and that was one of them. Um, otherwise, I just I just want... I don't know what... Maybe a, a full-back? Any right-backs, you think? I'm just trying to think. I remember... Choluca. Pascal Chimbonda scored at home to Villa in the, yeah. in the famous 4 all. We'll bring him f- back. My first game was against Villa, and I think um, Keane scored, so maybe bring him back. We all, we all dream of a team of Robbie Keynes. Um, good first questions, though. Thank you, Peter. Very good. Uh, Peter actually features throughout this. Um, Brian Savinho, Savinho, I hope I said that right, said uh, he just wonders what us guys think of the supporters who want the team to lose to avoid the Europa League. He never wants to lose for any reason. He doesn't understand why anyone would. Why would we much rather have European football instead of none? And then Peter agrees and says he'd rather see Spurs play an extra 15 times a season or not play like what's the point in not playing 15 times just lose 15 games and then try and enter the bigger competition next year why not have the European Cup now and go for glory what what do you think about the Europa League is it a good thing well we've had Champions League right so we've tasted what that's like when you compare the two there's no comparison the Europa League's rubbish compared to the Champions League why because it's not what we're aiming to be in we're not aiming to be in the Europa League but having said that we need to be able to cope with playing a European game on a Wednesday and then a Premier League game on a Saturday or a Sunday because yeah. if we do get back in the Champions League, that's what we're going to have to do. So yeah. and if we can't do that at the moment, then yeah. what the hell are we going to do when we're in it? And we've got a big enough squad where we should be in the Europa League. Like, Why yeah. would we not? And European football's good. It's a good experience for the players. You can't really go from nothing to all of a sudden you're playing 
Inter Milan in the Champions League from out of nowhere. Like you need to have that that foundation to be able to do it. Yeah. Um, I never want to see Spurs lose ever. No. Like I don't understand fans are like I hope we lose. So we're not in the Europa. I don't. I don't get that. No. You want Spurs to win. If we don't do enough to get in the Champions League and win in the Europa League, that's what we're in. Like it's been some great moments in the Europa League as well. And the fact that we haven't won it or made it to a final or made it to a semi properly means that are we ready for Champions League? Well, possibly not. Yeah. You know, it's. There's a long way to go. I mean, the Champions League is full of really smart teams who play really well, organised football. So, if you think about how well organised people like Palace are, mm. um, Stoke are, we we find it really difficult to break down those teams. Imagine what it's like when it's like them, but they're champions of their country. I mean, look at what Monaco did to the yeah. Arsenal. You know, I think as well, like with the Europa League. What for me, the biggest problem with the Europa League is the standard of opposition. You'll go from. Tromso and Sheriff in your group yeah, to all right. of a sudden plan a, t- a team who's dropped out of the Champions League yeah. like who's knocked us out this well, Chelsea or ben, Benfica as well who knocked us out yeah. they? like, they're not brilliant teams but when you go from only having to be at 4 out of 10 to win to all of a sudden you're playing a, a Champions League team yeah. that, that's where I have the issue with it I totally agree um, but to the point of so you're happy you want us to be in the Europa League yeah, yeah I'm, not against, I'm not against it at all like, it's a good thing for us and what just quickly, memories of the Europa League. So I was just trying to think of. I mean, do you remember Bale's two free kicks against Lyon? Um, and Titi scored a yeah, great goal. Remember that? that was, yeah. um, I guess Lamella's weird, like whatever you call it, Rabona. Was Rabona. That what uh, do you remember? Cause we went. Do you remember we went to the Leicester game? And you, one of the things we were really looking forward to was just seeing Cambiasso. Yeah. I realise we saw him play when he played for Inter when we was he beat him in the three nil in the Europa League. Do you remember when they came and played in red? Oh, really? Yeah, he was playing because I was watching the was watching the game yeah. <laughs> over the weekend, and um, yeah, he played he in, was that. in that game. Was he? And that was that was three nil. That was a great time as well. That game. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. All right, good question, Brian. Um, Simon says could we do the whole show without mentioning the weekend and then the one thing we're allowed to mention is Polinio's shot well yeah we're going to come on to Polinio later but um, does that sum him up is he just a bit of a is he useless the thing is like he, he's not useless he's, he's been poor for us no one you can't argue that but no. there is a player in, in there somewhere he's a Brazilian international player like we paid nearly 20 million quid for him there was rumours when we were going after him the City wanted him like there's a player in there, but I, can't I just see don't where. know what we've got to do. If you're struggling to get a shot on target from the box against Burnley, there's something not yeah. right. But what can you do? Like, if how much would we get from him if we went wanted to sell him seven eight million? That's the thing. Like, it's probably worth giving him a bit more time just to see. Are we just playing the wrong way? Like, should he be playing for a team that would play on the break? Should he be playing for Everton, for example? Because he might be amazing for Everton. I don't know. He looks like the type of player who. He gets in really good positions. Like he should be getting ten league goals a season, definitely. I don't know. I, when he first joined, you can sort you could sort of liken him to like a Frank Lampard midfielder, not to that level of ability, but plays in a free and has pretty much a free role. Doesn't yeah, get yeah. involved with the play all that much. Yeah. But can you do that if you're not Frank Lampard? If that makes sense, yeah, like does. if you've not got those goals, can you get away with not really doing a lot? It's no, the, the one where he'll go to Europe and be really useful somewhere yeah. and probably come back to haunt us, you know. But more about Plenio in a bit. Um, Brett Wilkins, Tims, again, friend of the show. He's got three questions, and his first one is Carl Walker. Why is he so bad at defending, and why has Poch not addressed this like he did with Kabul? Um, I think 
Walker came back after his injury and he deleted his Twitter. Do you remember that? Yeah. He deleted his Twitter because he was getting abuse and then he was sort of poor. And then he got really good again and now he's just terrible. I d- are we pushing him too far forward so he's having to do too much? Or I, I, I don't know what's wrong with him. He's a confidence player, definitely. Like, you think back to that first year when he came in, he was brilliant. Mm. Like, absolutely brilliant for us. I think one of the most, one of the biggest things with him is he doesn't get a lot of cover on yeah, the right hand side. I totally like, agree. There's a lot of times where he has a two on one, and you can be you can be Sergio Ramos if, if there's a man over. Like, there's not a lot you can do. Yeah. Um, and his best spells this season have probably been when Lamella's been in the team because he does give him more. Co- Lamella gives more cover than Townsend yeah. does. Um, I totally agree. It's a difficult one, and also there's no competition for him. Like, what? It's a difficult one because everybody moaned about Norton. We yeah. sold him, and now Walker's not playing well. There's not really anyone to bring. You can play Kirikas there, but it's not his position. You can play Dyer there, but it's not his not his position either. Yeah. So it's a difficult one. And I think he's very similar to Danny Rose, where when he's got someone pushing him for that starting spot, he'll up his game, and he, he hasn't had that. Yeah. Yeah. On the, why hasn't Poch done anything with him? I just don't know. Because the, the players that are surviving in Poch's team are the ones who are just doing instructions, who are being, who you've got. The, you've got the captain of the ship who is not literally the captain but the person who's guiding it and that's Ericsson who's allowed to just do what he wants and then you've got all the other players who are playing to a rule mm-hmm. um, and that's why Mason and Bentaleb are there and you would have thought well that's Walker that's what Walker should be doing he's, he's got quite a simple job he's got 90 degrees of pitch in front of him he's got the, the touchline and towards his own goal but he just doesn't he's just in the wrong place all the yeah. time and that that's the hardest thing to teach you know and I'm, I'm worried that he might just be not bright enough you know um, and I'm worried. Um, I do think that we do have to take. What is he? Only about 24. Uh, he's not. He's bit, yeah, he's better. He, but he's not like late 20s. Like he's still yeah, got. Yeah. And he's an England international. And you just think to that form he did have. Like he's one of those ones where you you forget how good he is until you see someone else there. Like yeah. if Yedlin comes in, I'm really looking forward to seeing Yedlin. But he'll be raw, and there'll be so many more mistakes there. Um, it, look, we always say this defence. You only notice them properly when they make a when they make an error, yeah. and he's just making errors at the moment. I do think as well. One of them when when our so our sort of fixed back four's been Walker, Dyer, Fatonga, and Rose. Yeah, Dyer's not the most experienced centre half either. If you no. did have a more experienced centre back in there, maybe not Fazio, but just someone. If there was a right, if Fatonga was playing on the right, if he was right footed, I don't think Walker would make as many mistakes as he does because no, you've got I that. Agree that wise head next to you just guiding yeah. you along a bit more um, I don't necessarily think it's all Walker I think that it's just an inexperienced pair on the right side of our defence so if I said Walker now or Champions League era Chorluka who would you take? you'd probably take Chorluka because he was a better defender and yeah. defenders are there to defend ultimately yeah. Yeah. he was slow though weren't he? he oh. was he was the most concrete booted player I've ever seen he's still at the ground now trying to get back <laughs> from a corner yeah um Next question was, where would you guys like us? To, this is still from Brett Wilkins' teams. Where would you guys like to ground share? So let's think of the options. MK Dons, um, and there's a rumor that one of the reasons we signed Delhi Ali is just to sweeten that. Yeah. MK Dons, which for me is a no. You it's can't just, do. It. Imagine going to MK Dons on Monday night for Hull at home. Yeah, so for, for those of you who don't know, MK Dons is not in London. It's it's not an easy train journey away. Like White Hart Lane is is on the tube. You get there. It's a bit of an it's it's. A, it's a hole, but it's not that bad. MK Dons is a hole and it's a nightmare to get to, um, with all due respect to people who live in uh, MK Dons. So we don't want to go to MK Dons. Olympic Park, it's easy. For me, the, the problem is it has to be North London. 
Yeah, it does. Which leaves... Yeah, so the only... They shared our ground, and that we could share that their ground. I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. That's, That's the, the problem. Imagine going there, seeing the big players all over there. You know, when you walk in and going over that bridge. I think couldn't, could, we couldn't do it. Fine, we, so couldn't we can't do, do that. We can't do the Olympic Stadium. But the the question wasn't where realistically. Why don't we ground share at Barcelona? Why not? Yeah, where would you guys like to ground yeah, share? There we go. We'll have the new camp. Probably about the same distance from London as um, yeah. <laughs> MK Dons. Wembley? Would you do Wembley? I do Wembley, but it's just it's so flat as a ground. Like. Yeah, it's crap. But like, it'd be great for the big games. But what about Fulham? We used to have small, small, just a bit of atmosphere. Or Palace. Fulham would be all right. I know it's not North London, but if we're not going to do North London, let's just do Fulham it. Fulham would be all right. It's, I've never been Cranbury Cottage, but it's not that much more than ours, is it? No, it's an old ground. But it's not. Yeah, tiny. that's the thing. It would be it's quite Spurs. Yeah. So Cranbury Cottage. Go Cranbury Cottage. For and then finally, ins and outs for the summer. So what, we're, what I'm going to say here is I want three things. Stolen from Reddit, this one. I want definite keeps. Players we have to keep at all costs. Middling players where we'll take a bid for them, but we'd like to keep them. And players who have to go. So um, I'll name players and you say keep, maybe. Cool. Uh, Lloris. Keep. Ericsson. Keep. Kane. Keep. Mason. Keep. Definite keep. Well, they're all keep, but it's, everyone's got their value, right? If someone coming and was like, "Here's sixty million for Loris," then you'd be like, "Well, yes." Yeah, but well, even so, we, well, yeah. you wouldn't sell for that. Even I like so. that. Bentaleb keep definitely. Kapu maybe, maybe. Um, Stambouli maybe. maybe. Chadley keep. I'm agreeing with you so far. I think this one will be divisive. Mm. Townsend maybe. Get rid of for me. You think? Can't handle him. I, just, I thing is, he's good, and I love how he's Tottenham and he's trying hard. I just, I just don't see where how he's going to improve. You know, it, it, it's been a year now and we still haven't seen a good cross from him. Mm. You know, the last good cross was just when he scored by accident, and that was last year. Um, Walker, keep definite keep. Definite keep. Rose, maybe. Ah, oh, definite keep for right. me. He's been great for us, but. It's definitely a position where you could go and find some, but I like him. Like I wouldn't want us to get rid of him. But Davis, maybe he's not like when we got him. I thought that he's our first choice. Like, but he's not really. I think Rose has stepped up. Really, just, yeah. I, that, I really like that. Davis that, is a better defender, I think. Yeah, I think a, a one-on-one or some, or being in the right position, Davis. But Rose, Rose has been much better. Well, this you look season. at that ball that Rose put in for Chadley against QPR. That's a great goal, I mean, no, Davis wouldn't do that. Um, who else have we got um, let's go through the centre backs for Tongan keep I've ch- my mind's changed on him uh, under Sherwood I couldn't stand him I oh, thought he's got to go but this year he's been one of our unsung heroes like, I don't think he gets enough credit and I wasn't sure at the start of the season I thought his attitude's horrible yeah. when he turns it on like, he's good he's isn't he? very good the thing is he's 28 now he's 27, 28 he's, he's peaking so he's, he's either got one big money move or he just goes home. It's just, a, it's just an attitude thing with him. If yeah. he, when he's on his game, he's brilliant. But then you get the odd game, and he's a bit. Yeah. Don't fancy it, but definitely yeah. keep him. Fazio. Keep. Like definitely. Keep. Yeah, he's not done. He's not done anything wrong. He's been a bit out of favour at the moment, actually. I don't really I think, know. I think he's got his uses. I think. Yeah, isn't that he's just played against big teams? He's big. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's big. So if like if Benteke is going to start, we might play him. That sort of yeah. stuff. Um, who else have we got? Kabul, our club captain. Sell. Sell. I agree. Lennon. Sell. 
I don't I don't think we've missed him. We don't play with with wingers. We don't play with him, and he's a winger, and he can't play that. Yeah. Role. If we were playing with wingers, I'd say definitely keep him, but yeah. we don't play like that anymore. Addy. Get rid of him. Sorry, yeah, easy. Get rid of him. Although, did you see what he said on Twitter yesterday? He said, no. uh, contrary to popular reports, I'm actually really happy at Spurs fighting for my place. I'd be happy on 120 grand a week. Yeah. I'd be well happy with that. Yeah. I thought you were on 120 grand. No. No, not yet. Um, Soldado? Maybe. Definite sell for me. It's all. It's for... for it's a difficult one, this, because it's all about how like how much are you going to get? Because I think if you're only going to pick up like eight nine million for him, it's a big loss. Like, yeah, but it's it, a difficult one. Another season like this season will will have it'll be five mil, and then you'll be out, out of contract, right? Uh, Polinio, sell definite sell for me. Lamella, maybe definite sell for me. I'm There's been glimpses of it, but. If a glimpse is enough for thirty million. Then not. He's top of the do- of the cell, so he's he's almost into the mm. maybe for me at the moment. Uh, who else we got? Vaughan. Yeah, keep him. We have to keep him, don't we? At, at some point, Loris will be going. At some, at some point, yeah, he will. Who have I missed? Uh, Dembele. So for me, he's a keep because he's still he doesn't change games. Tough one that is. I loved him when we first got him. Is it, I'd put him in the maybe. I wouldn't maybe. want us to get rid of him, but if we did, I'd understand What's your it. threshold? What, what, how much are you selling for? How much do we buy him for? About 16. It was expensive. to sell him for a lot then, wouldn't we? Um, keep him then, because we wouldn't, we wouldn't get our money back for that. I think it was 16. Uh, who else? Everyone? I think that's pretty much everyone. I feel like someone will tell me I've missed someone. Probably but someone really obvious as well. <laughs> Bail. Um... Gareth Gareth Davis says discuss whether Ericsson and Lloris will stay for another season without Champions League well um, Lloris has reportedly come out and said he loves London like his family love London his kids in school here he loves playing for Tottenham he likes being assistant captain or whatever he's vice captain Mm. Um, I think if we make him the captain and like our fans love him you look what's happened to Bale Bale's like on way over a goal and assist per game and they hate him over there whereas we Hugo like I was talking to your dad and we're going to get your dad on yeah. um, I'm really I can't wait for your dad to come on it's, it's going to be a good a, show I can't wait show. it's going to be a story a, a show of stories and he, we were just talking through the best team like, it's one of my favourite questions now yeah. the best team that you've ever seen like. and he just said Larice is the best keeper we've ever seen Larice is the best keeper we'll, we will ever see in our lifetime at the lane um, so you could argue that most Spurs fans even ones that have been going for 34 years is he the best keeper though? not even Spurs just the best keeper they've seen yeah. including opposition teams coming like I can't think of many I'd swap you not say Schmeichel Schmeichel's probably the only one like, yeah. I think back Petr Cech his, when he first joined was brilliant but yeah, yeah. is he any better the thing is it looks like Real Madrid are going for De Gea and De Gea being Spanish might go for it so. you see that's the only thing that worries me if that happens because then United are going to want a keeper yeah. and they're going to probably want someone who's played in the Premier League they could go for Czech yeah. with Chelsea selling well, they've probably got Valdez not. haven't they I know he hasn't played in the league but he's played against yeah. Spurs under 21s but yeah he's a worry um, but do you see what um, Angel Di Maria's girlfriend said about Manchester? No, um, she hates it. It looks like the really? back, it looks like the back of a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ericsson, so, Ericsson for me because our season's over now. It's, it's not yeah. over, but it's, it's very close to being over. And I was thinking, right, it's end of season awards soon, um, which will be really exciting. And I was just trying to think of most disappointing player, and Ericsson isn't quite there. 
but I don't fulfil. I don't feel like he's fulfilling on his promise as much as he should do. I, he's both underrated and massively overrated at times. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a difficult one. Like he will definitely stay because yeah. I don't think he's good enough to be starting for a team in the top four in the Premier League. Yeah, like I, I don't. He wouldn't start at Chelsea. Wouldn't probably wouldn't start at Arsenal. City or City United. United. He probably wouldn't start at any of them. So it's all about whether or not. First of all, whether or not we'd sell, which we probably wouldn't, and then would he want to go and sit on a bench somewhere? No. Was he 21, yeah. 22? That's the thing, probably he's a young man. And no. you can see, for me, you can really see where he's coming, where he's going to be, whereas Eric, whereas uh, Lamella, I just, I, I can't mm. see at the moment. Eric, I mean, Ericsson's got so many attributes. There's just, I want a bit of, ment- I want him to hate someone. I don't think he'll ever hate someone. I don't think he'll ever two-foot someone. I'm, he pulls out of so he many tackles. He doesn't like a tackle. He, he really hates it. And so that means he's in the wrong position all the time. And this is probably, not all the time, you know. He's in the he's on the wrong side of things, mm. and but he's still one of my favourite players. Yeah. Spurs, you know, I love him. Um, Josh THFC Thomas, I like that. Josh the THFC okay. Thomas um, is Levy plotting a big fee for Kane to Madrid. What what what's your threshold for Kane to Madrid? What would you sell him for? Well, he's had one good season. If you got <laughs> not even that, he's had November yeah, till if April. You got, if you if someone come in and was like, "Is twenty five million for him?" Twenty five. You'd, I wouldn't I take think, it. I don't know. It's difficult to judge a player. If he did it, if he did this next season, then yeah. you can say he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But the jury's still out with him. Like you can't say he's not done well this season. He has, but it's whether or not he can yeah. produce it again. And if someone put a large transfer fee on the table for someone that's unproven, yeah, it would be. And yeah. obviously, we'd have to think about Levy as well. Nothing it's cost him to bring him through. Yeah, and, if and he also got a big fee. He'd definitely think about it. Yeah, and the money we got for Kulka. I said it before. I read somewhere that the money we got for Kulka will feed, um, will fund the the youth team and the development squad for something like four years. So the eight million we got for Kulka has already paid for the the mm. squad. So we don't need to make money back to fund the youth. So he doesn't need to sell. No. Um, so we're already in profit on the youth and the amount we. If we sold our five youth prospects now, we get hundred million for the mm. maybe not, but you know. Final question before your feature is Michael John French. Are we ever going to play with natural width again? If so, who do we need to sign playing those wide positions? I would love to play with some natural width. The Lennon, I think, would be brilliant. Um, we've always had a problem with natural width. Always. Um, even when we had Bale and Lennon, they would swap. Do you remember we yeah. used to sing um, Gareth Bale? He plays on the left. He plays on the right. The wing. irony of it the as irony. well. Now, yeah. Um, even had a number 11 shirt and was playing through the middle, you know. Um, I think it's quite Spursy to play with wingers. So. It is. I mean, you just don't see it much in the game at all now. Not who, many. Who teams. plays with wingers? Palace. Palace do with Blassie and uh, Zaha. Zaha. But the thing is, it's sort of like. So my brother said that he would love to see Blassie at Spurs. He yeah. said that, and I sort of see it a brilliant winger. But if you were to go and sign a, a world class winger and put him in the Spurs team, is he going to play as a winger? That's what I think. That's yeah. what you have to think about. Like Blassie, like Di Maria, brilliant winger, but he's playing. Centre mid at United, yeah, and he's not very good, and it's not very hard to figure out why. But for, yeah, for me, Balassi is just another peanut where he looks good when the team sort of all sort of functioning towards yeah. him, but when he comes in, he has to play a role. He won't do it for us. Yeah. But we've talked about this before. Balassi's Balassi's head doesn't know what his feet are actually doing. You know, it's yeah. he doesn't know what he's doing. He's incredible to watch, and that flick he did against us. So I, I still don't know. I don't know it. what it was. Yeah. Um, but it's a good question though. Like, I don't know. 
I don't know if we really have the players to play with it at the moment. Well, it would be Lennon and Townsend, but Townsend likes to play mm. because he likes to shoot. But that's how we would do it, and I'd like to see it. I'm just trying to think of, of what teams actually do play with it. Because like, even if you look at a big... Even someone like Barcelona, they don't... Madrid... Liverpool? You could say Liverpool do with their weird... Because I, I hate Brendan Rodgers. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just sort of lucked out wherever he's gone. He, he lived off Martinez at Swansea. And then he... That is right, isn't it? It was Martinez for Rodgers. And then he sort of he inherited a great squad, like Harry did for us. Um, but he just, he's got overlapping wingers and he plays four in midfield and then three. So he's mm-hmm. got width for days. But mm-hmm. it's also quite easy to play against. Um, so Michael to answer your question are we ever going to play with natural width again I'm not sure it's not fashionable Um, it probably will come back into fashion one day but I can't see it at the moment Um, quickly do you want to round up your uh, feature I'll do the feature so Um, instead of because there's only two of us and I don't want to look like an idiot let's put this out to listeners Um, so what is the feature describe the feature um, so it's basically a player who's played for Spurs um, over the years and I'll just read out stats about him where he played position wise who he signed him from what he did when he was at a club so on so on and you can see if you can work out who he is at the end brilliant so this week's feature um, is a midfielder he played 61 games for Spurs and scored 3 goals throughout his entire big yeah, yeah. one, one, one every 20 um, he played for 8 clubs in his entire career 3 English clubs um, those three English clubs being Tottenham, Birmingham, and Sunderland. Yeah, so on. you got him already. Uh, you think I've got so? an idea? Um, so he signed in 2005 on a free transfer from Auxerre, and his first goal came in December of 2005 against Newcastle. He played in the infamous Lasagna game against West Ham. I think I got it. And then um, he scored the second goal in a famous 4-3 win away from home. Won the League Cup in 2008. And was again famously booked for time wasting, ironically, right towards the end of that that cup final. After Spurs, he went to uh, Sunderland and then Birmingham, and later on had a spell at New York Red Bulls. Ah, ah, ah! So uh, I thought it was Steve Marbronk, but it's not. It's not Steve. It's really not Steve it's not at all. Steve. Anymore? Is that it? That's it. What are we going to do? We'll tell them at the end of the show. Tell them at the end of the show. All right then. Uh, well, we've got Villa. Is Villa one of your games? You're going to Villa? Um, I am going. I'm going to Villa Me as well. Me and Junior Latchford. Nice. For that one. Nice. Um, based on the fact that they played last night and they drew 3-3 to QPR, it means that there's massive defensive frailties there. They've yeah. got, but they're always dangerous. Gabby Abongahor, Benteke putting pressure on. and It... The problem with Spurs at the moment, or at least since I've been watching them in my 28 years, is we play to people's levels. We, if we're playing Burnley, we'll play to Burnley's level. If we play to Chelsea, we'll step up our game. We all, we've been doing this for a while, apart from when we bend over for Liverpool. You know? yeah. But it's true. Like, yeah. You look at what we did against Chelsea, and then that same team went out to Leicester a few weeks later yeah. in the FA Cup. And I think we'll be really open. I think it'll be something like 3-2 to Spurs or something ridiculous. It'll be, oh, it's not an easy game. Mainly because we don't have a lot to play for in their fight for their lives. Yeah. But it's something if we if we defend well we'll beat them. Yeah. Like they say they've got this almighty firepower. They've got Ben Teco who's a good forward and our Bon Lahore's quick. Yeah. They don't really have a lot else of them. They don't have like Brilliant wide man or playmaker in the middle, like there's not a lot there. Well they've we, got who is it, Joe Cole and Cleverly, Tom Cleverly who like, could 
He's like not that. says it all, didn't it, really? Like, but we've got a good record against Villa, though. Yeah, I think. Like, it's really, really good, good record. Um, it'd be interesting to see the type of reception tactics Tim gets. So hopefully it'll be a good one, but it'll probably be mixed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. Do you know, I was just trying to... The game we had against them, that was the Harry Kane free kick deflected in the last minute. Yeah. Why was it last minute? We should have been out, out of sight in that game. So, fine. Score prediction? 2-0. Um, 2-0 two two Spurs. I'm going to go 3-1. 3-2. Three, 3-2 three, three, two. Three, two Spurs. Loads of goals. It'll be 3 nil up with 10 minutes to go and you'll then 3-2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what, was it? what was the four? Oh, Leicester. Bloody hell. Uh, cool. Short and sharp. Anything else? That's all. Do you want the answer to? I do want the answer. So, quickly do the clues again. Um, midfielder, 61 games, 3 goals. Signed from Orcs Air, scored against Newcastle, played in the lasagna game, scored the second goal in a famous 4-3 away win, won the League Cup, went to Sunderland and Birmingham after Spurs and had a spell at New York Red Bulls. Is it gone? They'll give you nationality. If you yeah. Finland. Oh, bloody hell. No, go on. Timu Tainia. Timu Tainia. He loved the world scoring. famous. He scored that... that, that the goal in against West Ham, didn't he? That's the 4-3, yeah. The, the, the volley. The volley. Yeah. That was a great... Cause it, if you haven't seen that, go, who have, whoever hasn't seen it is not a proper Tottenham fan. But that was the best game ever. It's incredible. And that that set up from Lennon where he just sort of hitches his leg up, puts it back to Steed. Not Steed. I thought it was Steed. Timu. Uh, Timu. Um, terrible on FIFA though. Just no, no pace. No pace. No <laughs> attributes at all. Um, cool. All right. Um, I'm t- there's two new people. There's a guy coming over from America and then I'm taking a Spurs fan who's been a Spurs fan all his life. But he's not ever been to the lane so I'm taking he's from Yorkshire I'm taking those two to Spurs on the weekend so what I wanted to know is I'll interview them before and after the game like I have been doing all season but what I want to know is what do you want to know from them what what questions would you ask someone who's going to the lane for the first time and what, what do you want to know what do you want to hear and then I'll put, put it to them so put it on the Facebook page and put it on you can email us at underscore echoes of no at echoes of glory pod at gmail.com we're on SoundCloud. Uh, Echoes of Glory we're on Twitter at underscore Echoes of Glory you can find us anywhere just uh, just search for Echoes of Glory anymore? nothing from me uh, thanks for listening let us know what you think and don't forget subscribe and like us on iTunes and then we'll go further up the uh, the charts and we'll, we'll have more more people listening which would be great uh, thanks for listening and don't forget the future's bright the future's lily white come on you Spurs <laughs> if they made it in time Spurs